I'm sorry, an old woman should be able to just get punched in the face by a younger woman. Yeah. <laughs> and flat knocked out. Basically, uh, we have no Issei this week. Uh, he has some friends stopping uh, his place, so he's got to be Mr. Mr. Housekeeper, yeah, hostess with the mostess. <laughs> um, we also have no Chewie because Chewie is well, he's just a git, and he just got invited so to, got invited to a uh, party in Spain, so he decided to fly out to Spain and go to a party. What? Um, yeah, he's a slacker, and we hate that guy. Um, who else? Uh, no Lucy. Lucy is in Venice. Um, oh, Venice, very well. So everyone's just really fucking travelling and I'm stuck here with you three. Um, nice to see you too. Fine with yeah. wow. We can leave it. You spend, you spend <laughs> yes, the next there's, there's two no, hours just talking to his own. There's no Rory because... He's, well, in, he he's just, in Spain at He the just party. didn't get back to my email. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah, he's gone yeah. to Spain as well for the party. Well... Look at these skyvers. Jesus Christ. Well, man. I will demote him from King of the North. And reinstate you, Andy. Um, cool. So I finally have my salt brother back. Do uh, I introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nick. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Who else we got? Andy. Cool. And we have a new guy with us this week. Uh, the guy that is known as better than Tom Pledgebreaker. Uh, <laughs> wow. The guy also known as Lishush. Wow. Check out his YouTube. Yeah. And really? his real name. Rad. Cool. So we got Rad with us. Uh, Mr. New um, Male. Mr. What? Mr. New Male. Mr. New Male. He even vapes. He even he does vape. He has a vape right there. I'm looking at it. I even vape, bro. Um, have to shake my head there. (laughs) Cool. What did that nerd get up to this week? Start with you, Nick. What didn't I get up to this week? (laughs) I mean, this This past week. This this week just like um. Well. I mean, if I would be exact, last week I spent most of the time in Tokyo being rained on. But I mean, the week before that, um, went to EGS. Uh, Excellent. This is our man on the scene. Man the man scene. with all the reporting news. Oh, God. Um, TGS this year. For some well, you should reason. explain what TGS is. for people. TGS is short for Tokyo Game Show, which is like essentially the hood equivalent of E3. <laughs> everything in the ghetto everything you would have seen at E3 gets kind of like pushed onto Tokyo Game Show with not much else new added but for people that can't get to E3 it's a decent alternative I've been to CES it's pretty great the cosplay is way better it looks so much better than like, the E3 cosplays yeah but E3 they like batten down the hatches you can't have like companion ladies for lack of a better term because that's politically incorrect you can't really have any kind of sexy cosplay and Tokyo's <laughs> like nah fuck that noise <laughs> all of the ladies so yeah so, um, so Nick a man on the scene um, give us the skibby the lowdown oh my god on well, TGS this Microsoft year Microsoft decided to not even bother turning up I guess they just because they did Xbox is dead in Japan they just oh, lost god, no. the fight yeah that so, song big in Japan yeah not Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they gave up completely, as did Nintendo. So it was all Sony just kind of uh, waving their ding-dong in everyone's face. <laughs> um, Sounds about right. About right. So wh- where do I start? It's one of those kind of things where I saw a whole lot of everything, 
but only played and a whole lot of nothing <laughs> a few things I saw a whole lot of weird shit to okay, be honest um, so as soon as you kind of walk in Sony is just there in your face and their section basically has a whole bunch of demos you can play but it has the most horrendous queue system you've ever seen because my wife and I when we went to TGS yes we basically they, they had put this is a few years ago now going yeah. back they had put Capcom's stand opposite Square Enix's stand oh. as you walked in. What? It was honestly like being in a mosh pit. At one point, I think my feet left the floor and I was just carried along. Jesus. <laughs> no, no. This was... I mean, if you like cues, then who oh, you'd have a ball of time. But like, <laughs> if you don't like cues, then... We're it's, British. It's our national yeah, sport. Exactly. Literally... Hell, so <laughs> you you walk into any bit, you like you see all these games. You're like, oh man, I'm play these games, and they go, okay, if you want to play any of these games, you need to kind of go round the side and pick a ticket. Now, before you pick a ticket, you see they have a notice board which gives you the kind of estimated queue time. By the time I got round to queuing up for anything on the first day, the shortest queue that wasn't old happy games like Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Stay hating. Um, <laughs> is Final Fantasy, strange enough, which only had a 15. Final Fantasy 15, which only had a 45 oh. minute queue. This is fucking garbage. No, 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 no. It only had a 45 minute queue because you can either queue up a Sony for 45 minutes or you can queue up at Square Enix, which was just a stone throw away for 50 minutes. So Did it was just like presents? they split the Did queue. Did you get presents at the any of them or not? If you, I found out later, annoyingly, that if you queued up for the Square Enix Fun Fantasy, you got Fun Fantasy back. Right, yeah. Which I would have liked. Because then I queued up for just about the same length of time and got <laughs> basically nothing because the demo Legit. for Fun Fantasy <laughs> is you get 20 minutes to play the game. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. 15 minutes of cutscenes <laughs> and talking. Ah. <laughs> oh, Oh, that hurt me big time. So, I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Dude, I, and you know what annoyed me? My queue was even longer. There's nothing that pleases me more no, than no, you no. wasting your time in Japan. Nah, no, dude, man. I was <laughs> I was full of salt because um, I was queuing up. Mm, I'm so glad you're back. I'm queuing up. Salt flowing. And as I'm queuing up, bear in mind that you queue up in one area. It's like a massive cockatiece. You queue up in one area. And they, you know, they're pushing people through. And you're like, all right, this queue's actually going pretty fast. I don't know what we're talking about, 45 minutes. No, 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 no. <laughs> you queue up the initial area. Then it's like, oh, now you can move on to the secondary queue. And you're like, well, that's just great. Wow. So they did a queue for a queue. They did a queue for a queue. Was there a queue for tickets to get into the queue for the queue No, well? surprisingly not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could just walk up, grab a ticket. And just missing the trick. Queue to then be moved to another queue. So whilst I'm in this other queue, yeah. What, <laughs> at this point, at this point no, 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 That's not even. I'll get to that queue in a minute. Oh, God. As I'm in that queue, waiting for Final Fantasy, seeing people playing it, going, oh, okay, I can see people, you know, it's got decent kind of turnaround or whatever. Um, I get kind of informed, they're like, oh, okay, look, uh, as the guy's trying to scramble to try and explain to me what's going on with my, like, one-year-old level of Japanese, <laughs> he's kind of said, like, okay, look, there's only like one English machine and all the other machines are in Japanese so like if you want to play the game in English it's like you, there's an extra <laughs> wait no there's not even an extra cute it's just an extra wait but to just grub 
everything in my wounds, there's this American guy, kind of like two people kind of behind me, who's fucking fluent in Japanese. <laughs> and he's making sure everyone is aware that he's fluent in Japanese, who then gets to skip in front of me because he just jumps on a Japanese machine because he can read and speak and do everything in fucking Japanese. Because they were like, oh, you know, do you mind, do you want, you know, do you want to use the Japanese machine? And I said, no, but this guy behind me, fucking, he can use it, yeah. You know, so, anyway. so, yeah. So, I had that. So, day one, I pretty much only got to play two games. One right. of which was Final Fantasy fifteen, which looks nice. Um, combat is a bit weird. Um, okay. the whole combat system is kind of like you switch between a sword which is just kind of standard speed a heavy sword which is you can imagine very kind of slow but very heavy damaging and like a spear which gives you a bit more kind of range but is a kind of mix of like strength and speed but it's just the whole kind of like moving dodging attacking and then you can kind of parry and stuff but it just felt kind of odd uh, it didn't feel as smooth as like the combat in an actual action game like a Devil May Cry or anything it just okay. felt kind of stiff and weird um, so that wasn't great, but yeah. So after that, um, I found out that you can get back for queuing up for Resident Evil Seven. So I was like, well, I'm queuing up for Resident Evil Seven <laughs> to get back, which I almost didn't get the queue till, fortunately for me, three random attractive-looking Japanese girls just decided that they wanted to also play Final Fantasy Seven. Right. And they were kind of like Final Fantasy Seven, not Final Fantasy uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Seven. That's not worth the queue. You just went back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Um, they decided they want to care for that. And after the guy was kind of like, no, and you hooked up with them, right? And yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. They told you about that. No, no, no. <laughs> so after being told, no, sorry, like it's the end of the day, no. No, we can't let any more people in. These three chicks turned up, and the guy was like, "Uh, yeah." And I just stood directly <laughs> behind the last girl, and I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna tell me I can't get in?" No, you couldn't. So, in I went. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. Um, I mean, we all played the people, well, not all, but most of us played the PSN demo. It's not much different from that. It yeah. still doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. Um, the demo had you. It's basically. Silent Hill. It's like PT, isn't it? It might well be, yeah. It, yeah, it might well be. Because I haven't played the demo. I was, just, right. I was just curious. Like, I saw some videos and stuff, but it's never quite the same. Like... Yeah, it's basically... I can describe it. It reminds me of those kind of like... It's a horror game. How can I describe it? Old school... <laughs> Capcom. PT! Capcom basically watched PT. <laughs> yeah. Great idea. Yeah. And got their carbon copy sheet out. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, there's a game coming out based on PT as well. Um, is that? Yeah, I, I forget the name. Everybody's going to get sued. Everybody's <laughs> going to get sued so badly. But yeah, there's a there's a game coming out which is, I, I watched some of the playthrough, like um, it was like beta or whatever, and it was just half an hour of basically in-house PT, like copied about ninety five percent, and it's it's coming out soon. Hmm. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Them lawyers, I know. So, Carry on, Nick. So. Yeah, playing it. I mean, the demo they had there was different from the PSN demo. The PSN demo, you kind of play as a guy who kind of wake up from being knocked out. Yeah. You're trying to work out what's going on. You, you find the tape. It's quite that the story. Shows you what happens. And then you kind of explore the house. And then it kind of ends. You get kind of caught. Or there's different things you could do. The TGS demo is you play it as a young lady who's trying to escape from a very kind of decrepit looking, older, hick woman who is just kind of 
going around kind of cursing you out because it's like, oh, you betrayed us, all this kind of, that kind <laughs> of weird thing. And I always hate that those kind of scenarios. Well, hang on, when you say hick, is it like the kind of like almost the hicks that are Resident Evil 4? Is it that kind of? No, it's more like, is it Hills Have Eyes where it's like rednecks eating people? Uh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, it like it's very, it's very much that. They're very okay. much a redneck family who are crazy okay. and are also like cannibals. Um, but I hate those scenarios because like I'm sorry an old woman should be able to just get punched in the face by a younger woman (laughs) yeah and flat knocked out I mean I don't know if that's that's not how it works in Japan you don't hit Oba-chan oh you do she's like (laughs) I know I would but so it was it was kind of weird because it's obviously built for a headset in fact they had if you remember press um, you could play the headset version, but if you're right. playing, like myself, you just get shuffled into the regular version. So, <laughs> but it very much is kind of like horror, and then it's kind of like, oh, you found this thing. What can I do with this thing? Oh, well, there's this weird projector. Why don't you put it there? Okay, well, why don't you move it around so it matches this spider silhouette, and then it opens a door, and you're like, huh? How the hell is this Resident Evil? Like it feels very much like a completely different. No, this is like it's meant to be. I think they're like want to take this back to the horror roots, but they didn't have the balls to just go. We're just gonna make a new IP that is very much a horror game, as opposed to gotta gotta attack that Resi. Resi's always been like more action. This is like this just sounds like Silent Hill. Yes, it it basically is. I mean, I don't know how they're even gonna tie it in to the story. it sounds like it could possibly just be uh, Konami, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's they should just call it Silent Evil or Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Lawsuits. Yeah. 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 I can hear them. Yeah. The lawyer's Res- knocking on the door. Resident. So, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> House of the Resident Silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. That that's the episode, that's this episode's name right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? House of the, the Resident House Silence. of the Resident Silence. Oh, you yes. heard it here. Yeah. That's the episode name. So, but yeah, after all that, I mean, my highlight of day one, which wasn't those games, um, was I coincidentally bumped into fighting game legend Justin Wong, who was just Ooh. casually roaming around just on business day day one. Um, and someone spotted him like wait is that is, is that Justin Wong I was like what shit like, shit I have to get a picture of Justin Wong so I, was, I came over and what's great is he's a really chill guy like he's in the FGC he's famous enough that he could have been like nah, don't don't bother me <laughs> all these plebs yeah but no he's a really cool guy he was just like hey you know he thought I was Australian for some reason but um, <laughs> but yeah it was like oh yeah I was like yeah cool and then he posed and everything got a picture and it was great and Basically, what was happening is there was a tournament happening the weekend at TGS for the public days, um, which I didn't go to. And he was just participating in that. So there was a whole bunch of actual other FGC people kind of floating around. Um, but I bumped into one of the most famous ones. So Did you ask him pleased. what's the best way to do a Chun-Li Super versus... Uh, versus Ken, Ken. Um, not to do it just openly <laughs> in front of someone as skilled as Daigo, I guess. But yeah. Um, <laughs> No, no, I was just like, yeah, best of luck, but you know, I'll just, I'll be nice. Okay, you know, thing. So, day two, because day one, there was one game okay. to rule them all. One, which yeah. was to rule them all, which was Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. that game had the biggest fucking queue I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was immense. And the time never went down. There was a constant 
two hour queue. Wow. And this is for a game that has eight con- eight consoles. So mm. like Final Fantasy had four machines yeah, yeah. you could play on. It's had eight machines you could play on. Wow. And yet it always had a two hour queue. And I'm like, I can't I kind of got up to get my ticket on day one. I was like, okay, I can get that. So I can get Final Fantasy. I'm like, I can't spend two hours queuing up for this. So I got Final Fantasy instead. So I was like, you know what? There's no way I can go to TGS and not play this game. That's not going to be out to like March. Mm. Yeah, I have to play this game. Because as soon as we got there, they had a big kind of Sony presentation. So they're like, one of the devs kind of talking, they run through what's going on right. and they're showing everything. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I need to get a play of that. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to break my usual rule and go to TGS two times. Okay. Yeah. Cash out my uh, business day, which lets me go two days, but travel there is expensive. So. Cashed out. Get there. Immediately get there a bit late. But I'm only there to play one game, so it's not a big issue. Yeah. The queue is still two hours <laughs> on day two. So I'm like, fuck. All right. I'm going to do this. Get in the queue. And it's immense because you know it's a queue. Once again, as you know, like, even I knew, it's, I still mentally tricked myself to go, oh, man, there's only like four people in at a time. Oh, man, this queue's going pretty quick. No, it's the queue for the queue. So <laughs> I'm there queuing up. And next to me is this like Japanese guy um, whose English actually, well, English was fine. Um, so I could actually talk to him because my Japanese sucks. So we're just like, oh man, this queue's long and all this kind of stuff. Just talk to each other casually about stuff. Mm-hmm. And we get to the queue for the actual game. And um, I kind of catch a glimpse of his badge. And he's actually um, a programmer from um, Konami. Wow. Okay. Nice. He's actually a dev, so I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, "Oh, you work for Konami?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Like, um, funnily enough, he goes, I just transferred to the Pro Evo team from the Hideo Kojima team." Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Heard about that? Yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm working on Pro Evo and all that stuff." And I said, "Yeah, no." I was being nice. I was like, "Yeah, Pro Evo looks good this year, you know." And he was just kind of, like, "Oh, but you know, FIFA, they got all this stuff." Hmm. Um, and FIFA, I just, they got all this, that, and the other. As in, they bought his licenses. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he said it. He was, he's like, you know, they got licenses. And I said, yeah, but you know, like, you know, if you've got good gameplay, you've got good online, you know, you can, you can win people over. So, you know. You're very sweet. I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to be an arsehole to this guy, man. Um, as the bloody uh, ambassador for black people. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I bugged him about whether they're going to release a Yu-Gi-Oh game because I was just like, oh my God, yes. Can you put Put in the word, just release one Wait. that isn't on mobile. No, but there is a PS4. Uh, no, I want to update to that because that game now is that game you when it came that, out. Right? Was, uh, and that today, was like, you go through today, like, to, 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 I'll play that game today. That, I played like that, that's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> that's a whole separate podcast. Yeah, don't get started yeah. on Yu Gi Oh! Man. Oh, you, got, do that, you, man. you got brownie points for being I'll, Yu Gi Oh! It's awesome. So I bugged them about that. So I finally get to Horizon, yeah, and you know what? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I'm glad it was pretty good because my salt levels would have been like atomic if I <laughs> queued up for this shit game for two hours of my life. Um, it's actually pretty cool. It's from the presentation they even said there's going to be like RPG mechanics, and from the thing there's really RPG mechanics like certain enemies will get certain elements, certain enemies need to be hit in certain kind of ways. You can upgrade your bow and all that kind of stuff. But combat's real kind of simple. You just have your standard kind of melee attacks, mm-hmm. light and heavy. You've got your bow and arrow, which has like different kind of ammo types so you have attacking types you have a tether type which lets you kind of lock down certain things so to get a mount yeah there's like kind of um, more kind of passive robots that kind of roam okay and you can kind of like secure them down and then hack them yeah you can use them as uh, the vehicle there's more aggressive things um but yeah control wise all smooth um the only thing i was a bit 
off is there's quite a bit of like popping. So okay. like, as you're moving around, you see like little bits of like shrubs and sometimes the trees just pop out in the distance. But other than that, yeah, it looked lush. Um, it's very kind of smooth and comfy to play. It's kind of like a kind of giving a Red Dead feel, but obviously not exactly like Red Dead. Feels like yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. I don't know what the story's gonna actually be like, but yeah, you know, the main character moves around smooth enough and combat's cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those games that I was really kind of liking the look of, but mm. um, no, it was looking cool. So that was a kind of highlight of day two. I mean, the other stuff running around TGS, other than loads of like weird cosplay stuff, some really weird cosplay stuff. <laughs> you um, have to elaborate on that. You can't just say oh, okay, okay, I'll elaborate this. I missed out on this. Um, which at least morally puts me in a better place. Um, <laughs> I like what it's doing. there was, what was this game called? It was typically called something like High School Zombie <laughs> Survival. It was something along those lines. And to promote this game, they had these ladies kind of like dressed up as schoolgirls on the stage. Now, right. what I apparently missed is at one point they decided, okay... Um, I guess it's a mechanic in the game which wouldn't have surprised me knowing Japanese games but um, something can happen to their clothes so these ladies who are standing there in schoolgirl outfits suddenly someone pulls something apparently and whoosh underwear they're in guns they are holding so um, this yeah. just sounds a lot like High School of the Dead um, I wouldn't be surprised they weren't as busty as High School of the Dead though yeah. But then, what can be? <laughs> you have to draw the lines in that reality. But yeah, still. That otherwise, thing. So, try that out. Um, what else? I try. Um, Sony were cock blocking a lot of people on the VR until someone told me that there's a separate hall for the VR. Which, by the time I was told that, the two hour queue had eaten up any little opportunity I had to go to that hall and play PlayStation <laughs> VR. So, I was like, you know what? I will not be denied. Um, Creeware, the people that do like all the kind of engine kind of stuff for basically everything since the Dreamcast. Yeah, they had this really weird small stand in the middle of nowhere, in on the floor in the middle of nowhere hall as well, and that let you just try out the PlayStation VR. But it let you try out the PlayStation VR with the most typical thing you could possibly think of for Japan. Was it Wii Sports? No. Oh. Fuck, fuck your Wii Sports. <laughs> um, was it like was it like a first person version of Catherine? No, it was basically, they didn't even have a game because I think Sony had mostly put kibosh and they're not having a game other than the people that were promoting Res VR, oh, okay. which, oh, okay. if you enjoyed the vibrating box thing, they got you even more covered now because okay. they got a vibrating bodysuit. How do you like that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now you're, now you're really cooking. This, yeah. is, this is when you insert the whole take my money move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it looks actually badass, actually. But um, so no, they had this like just 360 video thing. You can put a VR in, plays video, and you can look all the way around. Basic stuff. But what made it so typical is it was a. Schoolgirls once again, just yeah, yeah, and surprise, like, surprise. you're in the gym and they're schoolgirls and they're talking to you and they're, all, they're surrounding you and then they run away and then they come up to you and you're like, ah, and that's it. So I was like, well, at least I've had there. Um, I've had the PlayStation VR on my face at least. I can, I can, I can say that at least. Um, other than that, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there's some weird stuff like the thing where you can like hook yourself up into a kind of like a little suit and you can move robot hands and it can pick up your finger movement so this guy was just like on stage giving everyone the finger 
Oh, uh, wow. so not on purpose. He was just kind of like, "Oh wow, this is so amazing!" And it's just like the finger, <laughs> the finger. <laughs> but not intentionally. It was just kind of like, it was just kind of like coincidentally. When you said giving the finger, I thought, "No, whoa, come on, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. These, are, these are my avenues of training. Easy. Come on, easy, um, easy." Uh, no, <laughs> that'd be very painful. Well, that'd be a different convention. Same, same place. Yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> when in when in Japan, when in Japan, when, when in Japan, Japanese schoolgirls, Octopi, you're in jail. So when in Japan, tentacles, tentacles. Okay, cool. <laughs> I suppose it wasn't a tentacle simulator. It's the age old it's the age old love story into it. Girl me squid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's to experience. that was. For the last part, TGS. Uh, was that a man on the scene? Yeah. Um, I didn't get interviewed and end up being in the newspaper this time. Which oh, was, wow. Oh. I didn't increase my infamy in Japan this time. Which no, I you're already the ambassador for black people. So yeah, I know. I know. You're already up there. Andy, I'd like you to follow that up with your week. <laughs> Good luck. Why do you say the best for first? Oh, it's just... Yeah, no. It's, it's literally like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. It's, why? It's almost like I did it for comedy reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's because every time he asks me this on every show, it's like, what have I done this week? Well, I've been a boring flat, really. So, what have I done this week? Um, I've started watching... Um, it's mainly kind of games and TV shows. So, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has started again. Mm-hmm. So, I've watched the first episode of that, which is just... I think it's fantastic. Um, and I can't wait to see what the rest of the season's got. Uh, so definitely go and watch that. It's, 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 not, a, it's like, not a spoiler because you'll <laughs> see by the poster it does have uh, Ghost Rider in it and he's going to be one of the main protagonists throughout the whole thing. So is there any real really good. Is there any real heroes in it? I, just, I, just, I remember watching the beginning of the first year and I'm like, what happens to the actual superheroes? Just, yeah. just dudes, well, they dudes do. in a fucking office. Well, the, 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 the right, crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they had it, had them in, in the first season. Uh, they, they did cameos with Nicolas Cage and a few of the other sort of like, I suppose, like the B level superheroes from like Thor and stuff. Catwoman, please. The Redford Redux, you might Yeah. So, a Hawkeye then? Oh god! Uh, yeah. No, no, Hawkeye never went in. No, Everybody's like, like, too high profile. <laughs> oh, what's it? What's the name? Um, who wants to? Um, who wants Thor? But sh- you know, Thor's in love with somebody else. What's her name? Uh, Lady something. Oh, um, she. I feel like saying Lady Sif. It's not Lady Sif. Yeah, no. yeah, it's Lady Sif. Yeah. 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 Um, so she, she she was in it for a couple of episodes. Uh, obviously, oh, wow. you get the cameos. Uh, Samuel Jackson made the cameo. Obviously, fun, and obviously Stanley makes cameos because he's Stanley. Yeah, he's Stanley. He's um, but in this one, it's um, it's all about agents. So she'll go up against basically Ghost Rider. They go up against him, and they kind of they Ghost Rider. And Why wouldn't Ghost Rider? I thought murdered him. Well, if you watch if you watch the other seasons, you know that a few of them actually do have like some cool powers, but nothing. <sighs> no, no one's wielding uh, like Thor's hammer. Uh, New Red Dwarf has started. Oh, wow. um, which I was very sceptical on um, after the last two seasons of Red Dwarf and what they've done I was like I'm, I'm not happy about them redoing it but I knew it was coming because two it was about a year and a half ago I went to the MCM Comic Con over in Dublin mm-hmm. and they had all the cast there Oh wow! and they actually mm-hmm. asked the cast and they were like are you going to do another re- uh, season of Red Dwarf and they, and they said unfortunately we've signed a contract where we're not allowed to talk about Red Dwarf so take that as you will. <laughs> so for a year and a half, yeah. you know, it's kind of been playing in the back of my mind. Are they going to do it? And they've done it. And I actually quite like it. 
they've gone back to the original Red Dwarf sense of humour. You know, it's mm. the cast, and they feel very. They seem a lot more at ease. Like this hasn't been forced upon them. Like Wait, they're, up they're doing cast? it. Yeah, yeah, the original yeah, cast. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Wow, well, like that lead guy beat the horrendous rap he had. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought, I can't remember his yeah. name. Like, because which Craig, Craig Charles? Charles. Craig Charles. Yeah. I yeah. thought that rap. I thought you'd never shake that rap ever. But yeah. hey, you know, good on him. He, uh, yeah, got work. Yeah, no, he. Uh, um, so yeah, you can tell that they're all at ease. They're liking the script. They seem to be working together a lot better than they did when they tried to do the special. The special was awful. I actually didn't mind the the series. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, that started. um, I watched the second episode last night, and and um, it's it's shaping up to be a good season, so definitely go and watch Red Dwarf. Do you like it for nostalgia's sake, or is it actually like on its own? Um, I think it's probably half nostalgia, uh, because it's Red Dwarf, and half um, the actual... Fair enough. Um, oh, half the script, which is... That's a ratio I'm willing to kind of cool. And it's, they've not tried to kind of Americanise it because it's quite often yeah. these days you're trying to Americanise stuff to get into mm. the American market. No, it's, it's very British, dry humour well, inside Well, they tried it. to make an American Red Dwarf and that was just... <laughs> really? <laughs> awful. When did they try and yeah. do that? You can see a pilot for that. Please tell me David Hasselhoff was there. That would be no, amazing. No, no. <laughs> just... David Hasselhoff. That, that, is, a, that is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, super bad TV. Jeez. Like... Yeah, so bad it's good. Um, so yeah, so I've been kind of catching up on them, on them. Uh, Game wise, Destiny, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, but yeah, been doing the de- uh, cranking on with that. Um, and then we had some race round, and so we thought, what should we do? Well, we got Trackmania Turbo on the PS4. <laughs> Which sounds like, you know, and everyone's like, oh, I don't really like the racing games, racing games. And it's like, no, no, it's fun. We each take it in turn, mm. and you basically got to do a lap as quick as, as, quack as you can. As quick as, quack, 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 as, quack as you can. As quick as you can. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And the fact that it becomes very competitive mm. very quickly. <laughs> um, so we were playing that, and then I, I think I spent, me and my mate spent about eight hours the next day trying to get goal times on all the tracks because you just get addicted to like I can see the ghost car in front of me and I can just about get it I can get that extra second fair enough um, yeah. so oh, this just becomes like a bad F zero X thing you just see yeah. the ghost car and it's like oh God. yeah like I can do that I can <laughs> beat his line I can beat his line at this point eight hours later your hands are just molded to the controller it's like there's nothing else you can hold apart from this controller so yeah. just go um, so yeah so we've been doing that um what else? Um, not an awful lot else. Um, that's pretty much been my week, and apart from work. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm going to. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go for week number number one. His his week. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to vote. Damn it! I thought the uh, lines were open now. What all? Oh, um. <laughs> okay. So uh, did you do anything else, Andy? Uh, watch Ghostbusters. Oh really? Actually, uh, I. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, and I was actually surprised by it. Because it got a lot of bad press. Castor was in it. No, I mean, sorry. That, that helped. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay, fair um, But, yeah, no, I was actually quite surprised by it because I knew that they couldn't go back and do the 1980s uh, Ghostbusters. You know, times have moved on. You've got to kind of go with it. And it's a new generation of kids you're trying to get involved here. Okay. So I kind of just accepted it at that level. Um, and I actually quite enjoyed it because I'd lowered my expectations to zero. Just, I mean, to zero. Yeah. So, so this is where you like edit in like the Game of Thrones. Shame, shame, right now. Just chance. Um, so I went in and I, and I watched it, and I was actually like, I mean, 
Apart from one or two really bad acting moments, uh, it's one actually... One or two? Well, about... Per minute? Uh, per minute. Per scene. Um, it's, actually, it's actually just a fun little film to just sit down and watch and just kind of just shut your mind off, watch this funny film about ghosts. Um, and it had cameos of all the remaining cast. Oh, there's, there has never been a more sceptical <laughs> face So I, Nick's current face. So I, I'm... Uh, Darkness, my old friend. I'm on the, my face... The face, the face of all the people in the cameos in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can't believe. Like, this is the face of sodium chloride right there. <laughs> well, uh, if they if they were willing to do the whole film themselves, they could have done it. But look, no, here, look. Here's, here's <laughs> well, no. But I mean, here's the thing about that movie. I mean, I'm not gonna watch it because it looks like <laughs> kind of trashy movie. Whatever. Right. I have nothing against the idea, but th- I think the problem with that movie is it feels like if somehow they could have released that movie and it wasn't called Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm then you would treat it like a Michael Bay movie in the sense that it's kind of like schlocky or it's kind of like trashy. But, you know, it's a brain-off movie you just kind of watch. Yeah. yeah. But for it to follow up Ghostbusters is kind of like... Nah. See, that's how I felt about Prometheus. Because, like, to have that, it was just, if you called it a sci-fi movie, it's fine. But then, like, Called prequel to Alien, I was just like, yeah, well, yeah. that was the kind of thing with Prometheus. Is originally it was yeah. going to be like the sequel to Alien, and then they changed their mind halfway through, and then they changed their minds again, and, like again and again, and again, and it was just like, just, I don't know. I was, I was, uh, like the last five minutes when the thing was yeah. spoiled. I fucked this years ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was it. Apart from that, I mean, I overall I thought it was cool. The only thing that took me out of the movie is just how seemingly intelligent people. Intelligent people, like people intelligent enough to be trusted on this kind of a voyage, yeah, can be insanely stupid. Exactly, like, it just turns it's like a wacky like racism movie of, level. Even before that, I don't understand how the guy who gets spooked by any little sound, <laughs> any, <laughs> what's, that? what's that? And then he sees this weird snake thing come out the back. Yeah, he's, he's totally like, cool. Who are you? He's chill. Oh, look at you. It's like okay, yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna move on because yes. I want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're still on my morning on this week. Uh, Rad. Well, all I can say is fuck your comedic order logic because you saved the worst for last. And that, that kind of well, I'm last. Oh, so you don't know I've saved. Oh, the you worst. get to partake too. I really hope you have a show. No, I'm joking. That's not terrible. <laughs> um, I hope you had a wonderful week. Just not as good as his because it's just never gonna happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, right, what did I do last week? Um, if we can count the weekend, I went to the the Isle of Wight, uh, which was first for me, okay. definitely. I've uh, never been to any of the surrounding islands. Uh, I thought for a good reason. And I was right. I was actually right. <laughs> very good reason. No, no, no. Um, I, I, I just. It's, it's a really nice place. It's a um, very different sort of landscape from one side to the other. It was really nice, but the average age there is about 85. Or dead. Uh, Damn. I know. So I walked the <laughs> Hot diggity down. I know. Um, and the thing is, like, the island reflects it, because unless you go to one of the main towns or settlements, whatever you want to call it, it's an island, I don't want to call it a city. Settlements. Settlements. <laughs> yes, yeah, with nomadic tribes, right? Time. Yeah, <laughs> screw it. Um, but yeah, it, everything else it just has a sort of, like, air of past glory where it's just like shut down buildings everything's boarded up and it's like really? this was great 40 years ago just like the people that live here yeah, I have uh, <laughs> I have actually have a friend she lives out there um, she's a farrier so she does ah. proper horseshoeing and oh, okay. gets the kill and actually yeah. bends the shoes exactly and the 400 years ago yeah 400 just years worth of it's like we've got machines to do that. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah so that was when I went out there ah. um, but yeah there's like 
there's one club on the whole island, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. And that's the thing. I, w- I went to a place called Sandan, which in itself sounded a little bit, you know, it's like Sandan. I'm like, I can't say that in a cool way anyway. But, uh, but there, was, there, was no, one, no. there was one hotel. I'm that sorry, that just... was cool. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, we were just driving down and they had a zoo. Um, as you do in the Isle of Wight, it was just... It was Harambe there. Is it? Oh, Harambe. Oh. <laughs> it's like, come to the gossip? No, no. Their main attraction, they had this massive billboard, which is like twice the size of this room. Uh, they have no idea how big this room is. No. It's terrible. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, massive billboard. It's like, come <laughs> share. You realise this is not visual media, right? <laughs> I know. I keep looking at the microphone thinking, they can see me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um, I can't make love to the microphone. It doesn't work that well, I mean, you could. <laughs> It's quite. That would have been the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's look. Um, oh, what did I? Who said this? You did. No, no, no. who said this yesterday? <laughs> I heard this yesterday. The voices. It's like <laughs> everything can be a dildo if you try hard enough. Yes. Uh, yes. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I heard this yesterday. Don't ask me what I was yesterday. I would imagine it was Issei. <laughs> that sounds like something he would say. Could be. Could be. Um, but like they had this massive billboard. It's like come check out our tiger. I'm like wow. A whole, a whole I know. Whole, not just a head on the wall. Not someone who just hunted this. No. And was it just an overgrown like tabby cat? Was that basically the? Decision? I didn't go. I wish I went. It's, it's just, just a guy in a suit. Jeez. Oh, that'd be this so good. Like, Someone's captured Tony the tiger and just kept him in a cage. And this is the same Isle of Man that had no, Isle, Isle of White. Isle of White. Oh, oh no, oh. no. We're not, we're not talking oh. cool tax benefits here. We're talking. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Us uh, mobile racing. Oh, no, that. Yeah. So I mean, I need to ask because this is the nerd word. What, why were you in the Isle of Wight? What, what was nerdy about the Isle of Wight? Or was this, are you just telling us about your holiday? No, this was not my holiday. Um, God, and, uh, this, she, she's going to hear this. So fun times. Uh, no, there, there was a get-together. Uh, my girlfriend's family get-together right. on the Isle of Wight because uh, their nan lives there. So they all got together then and it was, it was my time to meet everyone. And I come from a very small family. Right. In, in this country, my family consists of three people. Okay. Theirs consists of about 40. This is this is the nerdiest thing we've ever had on the are they, are they Are they all the Isle of Wight? No, no, no. They all came from different parts of England. And that was wild. You, you just rocked up in here to like a nerd podcast and was just like, I'm oh, going to tell them about that time I met my wife's family or my <laughs> girlfriend's family. Right. Hell yeah. Nerded up. If I, if I had some braces of fucking Justin right now or an inhaler. Um, <laughs> was that your week? That was no. That did was you my play week. anything video gamey? I did, but I thought we're saving it for the next segment. No, you can talk about this. All right, unless, it, unless it's Destiny. I, I, I played play some Overwatch and shit, but whatever. Um, some, 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 some what? Some Overwatch. Overwatch. Don't talk about this. Cool. No, no. Um, Overwatch, man, what casual? Hey, oh, look, heroes do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean. Unless yeah. you're straight white male, what you want? Whoa! I quite like you calling me Papa. I want that to continue. But uh, no, no, it's okay. But yeah, um, apart from that, did some DIY. You are fucking up this podcast. Tom, Tom, if you're listening, come back, Tom. <laughs> Just kill me now. If it's you're right. doing DIY, you, you're not nerdy enough to do this. Um, I, mean, I didn't say I did it well. Were you, were you using a 1980s hammer at least? Um, <laughs> anyway, I was actually looking. I'm going some... to move on. Oh god, to my week. <laughs> Uh, I can't, I was sending him, but I was Nick's sending him. Me, Nick's giving me the cup. 
<laughs> just the cut like this is sent here to sabotage us. That's right. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Um. So uh, this week uh, <laughs> I played um, I played some Minecraft, um, which I tend to do every week, but um, it was just just really good fun. Just yeah, just playing with some friends. Just yeah, uh, just just fucking up other people, my friends' shit basically. What's, what? what's new um, in the world of Minecraft? Oh, what's new in the world of Minecraft? Uh, donkeys. No, not really. They've been in it a while. <sighs> I was um, what's new? Um, different biomes, things like that. To be fair, I haven't actually found any of the new biomes. I'm just playing it just because it's just funny. Biomes? That reminds me of a certain game. What? Biomes? Biomes? Why? What? What game? Minecraft. No, to do no Man's? Yeah. Oh, don't even. No. We don't discuss No, no Man's Spy on this <laughs> podcast anymore. No Man's Lie. Um, no Man's You put the soundtrack on. Well, one of you two put the soundtrack on. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah, I was so surprised. Me. So the only good thing that came out of that game, I guess. No Man's Lie. No, um, no that track. Anyway, that moving good. on from that. <laughs> Um, and what else did I do? Oh, I've been reading through uh, the third book in the Foundation series now. Yeah. Uh, I finished the second one, which is very, very good. Um, the third one is just as good so far. Um, that's kind of my nerdy week. And other than that, fucking editing episode 10 for ages, which which Nick didn't even bother to listen to. No, not bother, it's just I didn't convince my hotel Wi Fi to do so. <sighs> anyway. Spent so much time we'll move on to our we'll move on to our next segment, which is new releases. Uh, this week we have Forza Horizon Three, which is getting really really great reviews. Down under, down under. Would anyone be uh, playing it? No, no. Racing games, nah. No, no, no. Oh, great! If they if they release another, well, like, I mean, maybe yeah, the fact that it's on Xbox no. One doesn't really help. I mean, and and the, the thing is that I mean, it does have a warthog on it. So as as a Xbox Halo fan. Back in the day. Wait, is that the second time they've had the Warhog? They had the Warhog. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the novelty has gone. I didn't know they had it on. Alright. So, what we're trying to say is. We, <laughs> we, we recognise that Forza Horizon looks like and is getting reviewed as a very good game, but none of us are interested in playing it. So, we'll be. We're going to cut it very short. Just move on to the next. Not enough to buy an extra for the next one. Well, we have to keep the whole episode short because. We, we do, yeah. Because Nick talked uh, about his entire week for a really good hour. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> This week was way better. <laughs> so, <laughs> much, so much better than us combined. Um, uh, let's just wait until you ask me what I'm gonna, what people next, should do next week. Uh, oh, <laughs> next new release, uh, FIFA 17. Uh, obviously, it's going to be Beta. fucking huge. Um, there's not much we can say about it. Uh, it looks like it's the best graf- graphically. Yeah, I mean, uh, how can you yeah. in, how how can you keep increasing this game? I mean, surely like the gameplay is the same. It's just uh, new, new stats. Yeah. No, 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 um, that's no. it. No, they're doing sort of like a GTA spin on it, where you can have the lifestyle after the game. Really? Yeah, 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 no. oh, that's, yeah. that's actually yeah. legit. That they're actually doing. So I can crash my fancy Ferrari. Like yeah, you can kill a hooker, and then you just have to spend like one week's uh, pay, and then it's fine. It's all good. It's all Sweet. Done. Yeah, that, so that they're trying to do that spin on it, apart from the fancy graphics that make it look. I guess much on I mean, the Konami guy was like, <clears throat> they put a story mode in Pro Evo, and I was like, oh, what? okay, well, fair enough. That's a good point. It's yeah. like, no, no, if people already beat you to it, they put bloody yeah. be a rich bastard guy yeah. mode. Oh, um, okay, <laughs> uh, the third big release this week uh, Destiny Rise of Iron. Hey. Yeah, Alright, I'm going to leave it to you two. Rinsed. <laughs> so, already rinsed. Already rinsed. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But it's FIFA. It's FIFA. It's, it's FIFA. New Year. Yeah. Uh, new content, same gameplay. No, I'm like me. Yeah. I mean, I've rinsed the like the, the first part of it, 
Um, is that any good or not? No, I'm enjoying it. I mean, they've it's kind of like they're taking the whole like the game lacks cinematics, the game lacks story, the game lacks this, that, and the other to heart. So now it has you kind of open with a big long cinematic that tries to explain about everything um, that's gone down, what this new threat is, and uh-huh. Lord Sal- not Lord Saladin, um, yeah, Lord Saladin. Lord Saladin it, it, it just looks like a like a mech version of the Flood from Halo. Um, no, they just took existing enemies and stuck stupid shit on them, basically, oh, okay. and that was it. What's but, that? Uh, what's that? <laughs> they, recycling enemies. Recycling? Oh. Wow. In Destiny? I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. Oh. <laughs> Andy, are you but, enjoying it? Um, yeah, well, I'm kind of enjoying the excuse to kind of get back into Destiny, actually. Okay. Because I stopped playing it for a while, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get the DLC, not going to get the DLC four days before release, <laughs> I get the DLC, just so I can get the and all the extra yeah. stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I just picked up, started playing, and I spent a good like four or five hours the other day just blasting through everything and playing. And I've got two characters as well, so it means that um, when, my, when my housemate comes back and he goes, <laughs> oh, I want to play some Destiny and he hasn't played for ages, I can use my other character so that I can play all new. Your housemate? I, I just, you I mean just... Chewie? Uh, yeah, I don't want people <laughs> to know that I live with him. To be fair, I just thought that there was a backhand comment there. It's like two characters, whatever, man. Just not, not, such a scrub. Well, it's not three really fully geared characters. Oh, what, what character? well, no, I don't. Oh. Have fully, I have two characters. There's no point making a title. What? What? No, I don't even play the game. I just assist him. Best. No, I've got I've got my hunter and my warlock. I don't want a titan. Hey, look, I'm winning. Dude, at this point, you're warcraft. Titan is what separates you. Just been able to throw knives in people's heads is all. Hunters came to their own with like the Void Walker thing, but they they sucked before. But I don't know my my hunter. Hunter was my first character ever. Um, nah, titan. Criticism was about to come your way, sir. But I'll give it this. Yesterday, I got a chance to play the new raid okay. for this expansion, and having played all the other raids, there's actually parts of this raid I actually really enjoyed. Like, I didn't get far in it because raids are typically kind of time consuming. But yeah, yeah, yeah. these raid, like the first part of the raid, was actually just loads of fun. It was something that I wish wasn't just locked into this raid. It could have been something that's fun if it was another part of the game because normally. All kind of start of most of these raids is just kind of like you stand here, you stand here, and then you just shoot stuff until stuff happens, and then you just kind of like it's it's kind of annoying, or it's kind of like not it's overly chaotic, but not in a fun way. Whereas the start of this raid is overly chaotic in a really fun way because okay. they just like the raid starts with essentially a boss. You know, you have a guy standing in the middle. And to hurt him, you have to power these three power stations. Once you kind of fully power them up, you get access to an item that allows you to kind of drop the boss's shield and then damage it. So to charge up the power stations, there's like kind of fields of electricity dotted all around the map. So everyone has to just kind of like run around the map, running and jumping through these fields of electricity, gathering them up to charge their bodies up, which once you're charged up, you have a time limit to get back to the station before the electricity just kind of overloads your system and kills you. Right. So everyone's just kind of darting around, kind of like grabbing all this electricity, dunking it into their power stations, and then like shooting up the place, and then running around whilst the boss is kind of like shooting everyone. So it's like it's chaos, but at no point were you like, "Wow, what the fuck are you doing? How come y'all doing this?" It's like everyone kind of knows what they need to do. Right. Everyone can just kind of jump in and pitch in. So there's no like, "You have to do this, and you have to do this, and you have to do that, and if you don't do this, then so it's kind of fucking Oryx." <laughs> no, Oryx. Yeah, Oryx. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Oryx is. 
why did you do <laughs> not do this? Why are you? like that's that's a nightmare. That's still a nightmare to this day. But but is is this, is this the one bottle glass? Bottle glass is the is that the, was the first the one. Hardest. I know. I have no friends. <laughs> it, it's the hardest rate to be honest so can, can confirm <laughs> but no it was actually fun in a way that you know you can kind of figure out what you need to do and everyone would have had fun <clears throat> doing it like if you like back in the days it was only you and the others kind of playing Destiny we would have had fun oh, doing that first bit of raid yeah. and then the next part isn't an insanely annoying crazy jumping puzzle that you know someone kind of almost <laughs> completes Oh, really? I don't know who that guy yeah, is. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know. I, hear, I hear legends of someone who could have been the hero. <laughs> there's, but, there's starting to be a bit of salt in the air. I just, uh, no, it's, it's, been, it's, just, it's been discussed. But is, is this the boss that is like entirely skippable? No. Does that come later? No. Are we, should we just discuss that now? We might as well I, Because to be honest, okay. I think this is... I only saw this this morning, so I need to confirm yeah. if it's the same thing. Basically, if it's the same thing I think you're talking about, there's a boss who's been named the Death Zamboni, because that's what he essentially looks like. <laughs> who to actually defeat that thing is is actually chaotic. Like yeah. like we did the first two parts of the raid fairly smoothly, and the, the second part of the raid is actually great. Then we get to this Def, like Death Zamboni thing, and we're like, okay, okay, someone to kind of explain what you have to do. But explaining what you have to do and actually doing it is kind of insane when you're just swamped with enemies and you're just swamped with this thing so I think that's the part you're talking about you can be skipped and it can be skipped in the most just hood way it <laughs> seems like when they made the raid they, they couldn't be bothered to do it themselves test it. <laughs> well not even that no 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 the second ever raid that's the most that's the least play tested raid ever oh, no, um, um, Crota yeah, Crota, yeah, we've, we've rinsed that. We completely rinsed that to the point where I think, I mean, Dev should know that you can't beat the spirit of players. You just can't. <laughs> the, the second you think you can is when you've already lost because someone realising that pulling the Ethernet cable out of, their, out of their console when the boss is kneeling makes you be able to just kill the boss for free. Uh, to me, that's just genius, man. Yeah. No one's going for it. But no, this <laughs> is like, they left the kind of loophole for when they were doing the raid and like, fuck this. Let's find a way to just quickly get out of this area to just make sure this area exists as an entity. And basically, you just run to one side of the map and there's like a little edge which you just clip through, right? There's no clip. They forgot to just kind of get rid of the clip to put the actual clip in there. And you clip straight through and then you run through and you clip for another bit and that's it, you're done. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh. Beautiful. But it's not the worst glitch. It is not the worst. Oh, what's the worst? It's not the worst glitch in Destiny history. No, no, no. Oh, right. Okay. Like, in Destiny history. No, no, no. There's been many, yeah. many. Oh, there is, man. Bungie, beautiful ones. Bungie have to kind of eat crow when it comes to, like, the amount of times they've been exposed as just shoddy programmers because, <laughs> my God, from, like, what, grenades making bosses walk themselves off platforms and dying <laughs> to kneeling in one spot which basically completes the entire section of a raid for you plus the cave Luke Cave Luke to be fair oh, Luke God. Cave Luke I feel I feel bad for them because I understand <clears throat> how they didn't think that would turn into a thing <laughs> but once again never ever underestimate right. players ever the second you think you can beat players is, is the moment you've lost yeah 
They're not leeches. They're just Easter eggs. Stop them. <laughs> find, them, find them little Easter eggs. Find features. Them, yeah. <laughs> it's completely before, on purpose. Before we patch them. Alright, um, let's move on from that and yes. we'll move on to news clip. Um, PlayStation VR pre-orders uh, have stretched as far as December now. Not surprised. Comes out on October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I, I saw that in the brief, and I thought that's making my work life harder. <laughs> <laughs> A lot yep. harder. Yeah. Um, with the amount that is it? Well, I mean, who's gonna get it? Um, <laughs> I'm. You see, I'm stuck. I've, I've built. The PC that's ready now for the HTC Vive. Right. So yeah. I could go HTC Vive. But that's £900. <sighs> oh, it's gone down now. Has it? Has it down? A little bit. Not, not that much. Oh, it's only £800. That, no, oh, the, the, reason, yeah, exactly. the reason it's gone down is because the, the pound has gone up a little bit after right. Brexit. So that's, <laughs> that's the reason why. We've gone up a tiny bit. We're in the recovery now. No, no, no. I was feeling the pinch in Japan and I was getting shit. Oh, yeah. We're not going to this week to full. No, no, it got worse. Like, I started at like <laughs> 135 yen to the pound, and it dropped to like sub 130. Oh, oh no, but now, our, now our prime minister's bank. resigning. It's great. Everyone loves us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, so I've got that, and then yeah, it's like, well, we've got the PlayStation, so why not get the PlayStation VR? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of torn, but I think it's going to be a January purchase. Rather than message to general for you to get your hands on. Yeah. Get get both. Hmm? Sure. Just get get both. both. Yeah, why not? Oh right, you can tell Convince. my boss to give me a grand in pay Convince, rise and then convince, I might uh, <laughs> convince your roommate. Yes, convince, convince your anonymous roommate which you have and, not spoken uh, about convince, before. Convince convince Chewy. Oh to you buy. blew it. Ah, you um, said it. Well he said it earlier. It was like <laughs> your roommate is Chewy. <laughs> um just yeah, play like no, it never happened. I don't think I don't think he would. Um, I'm fighting him on getting uh, one of the PlayStation eyes um, because obviously we all play together and sometimes yeah. I'm sat downstairs with yeah. him and at the moment it's whoever's got the mic on the headset so yeah. if I can get the eye that means that that's the mic and the speaker and okay. we can yeah. well, it's not that expensive yeah, exactly and I can't even convince him to get that yes. <laughs> wow, that's so £100, he's, he's too busy Drooling over the over the iPhone Seven, going oh, really? I don't I don't want really? that headset. Oh, because he's a fucking shit. That's why. Really? Yeah, I had to go. I had to go to the um, the Apple store with him the other day. I felt dirty. It was awful. Do they actually have? Mm. Uh, about no. Uh, was was it, it, no, I fucking. They're like, yeah, yeah, we can set you up, but you have to order it online. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of those order it now and come back tomorrow and pick it up? No, it was like one of these ordering now and then we'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah. Well, Man, we'll what what recession we're in that people can just buy out these fucking yeah. 700 quid phones. Um, uh, okay, so you're not getting it, Nick? No. No? Okay. No. Okay. No. Rad? No? Um, Do you have a console, Rad? No, I have a PC. Good boy. Good boy. Um, all the way. As for myself, um, I don't think I'll be getting it. I'm, I'm, I like VR. I think... <clears throat> If I'm gonna wait for VR, it's going to be HTC Vive, mm. maybe the second edition or something like that, uh, where it doesn't have a big fucking cable that comes out the back of my head. Mm. Um, and obviously on PC, there's, I feel like the, the community is gonna be way better with the amount of mods that will be available for, for yeah. it. So I think yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get VR, 
it'll be a vibe. Uh, Nintendo NX um, mm. got put up on Tesco's site. Yeah, Tesco with a hot tip. Yeah, Tesco I know. <laughs> I I actually went looking for it and couldn't find it. No, no, no they, they took it down. Yeah, yeah. 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 they took it yeah. down. But it's yeah, the good. date they gave was, which I don't believe in the slightest, is thirty first of the twelfth, twenty sixteen. The price was also three six nine. No, three four nine. Three four nine. I think it started off at three six nine and then it went it it went down, which was weird. Oh, maybe I just read something. I thought I thought it was that feels right, and they also three four nine for that spare. Yeah. Uh, well, the other thing that's <laughs> come out from uh, with regard to the NX is Ubisoft seemed real excited about it. A whole bunch of people seemed really excited about it. But to the point where they sort of backhand dissed Nintendo and were like, yeah, they've learned from the Wii U. Wow. Like, that's not fucking hard, is it? They'll make a shitty underpowered console at a time when they think, but then they've made another underpowered console. So well, this is it. But it needs yeah, to have a hot looks like, Looks like Ubisoft are on board. Um, yeah. Ubisoft would just be like, here's some old Assassin's Creeds. They've got them, uh, you know, like, bounce. you know, like they've done the Assassin's Creed's recent Best Game, Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chronicles Chronicles yeah. they're going to give them is just the law. Sam Rush and India. We're good. It's fine. Next bit of news. N64 emulator appeared on Xbox. Was that a mistake? No. It just kind of went horribly right. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait, is that Yeah, no, it's actually in. As an app, it's available on Windows 10. Okay. Um, so you can actually buy it through the App Store on Windows 10, and you yeah. can get the NX, and you can get this emulator. The problem with is the one that snuck in onto uh, the Xbox website is there was frame rate issues, gameplay didn't work properly. I think Mario Kart was the only one that actually worked properly. So there was all these lagging issues, and obviously Nintendo were happy. Or, or hey, that must be, that sounds like the the. I had a Ouya, mm. which is the worst yeah. one ever. <laughs> and that has N61. Oh, you were the one who bought it. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Alex, Alex somehow convinced me to go halves on this thing <laughs> and has abandoned it in my house and isn't even asking me for the money for He's it. He's on next week, so, by the way. He's on the podcast oh, really? next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Are you using it as a doorstop at the moment or something? It's Netflix. sitting in a kind of oh. corner of shame next to the <laughs> old Xbox, I think. <laughs> it just has about 10 layers Red of Ring Xbox 360 and the, and the Ouya <laughs> pretty much yeah actually um, wow. yeah no like, yeah, there must be Ouya N64 emulator which the only thing it could run was uh, Mario 64 yeah. poorly so yeah and Microsoft but they had to ask the guy to take it down they didn't take it down they, mm. they asked him to take it down um, alright cool um, next bit of news I put in just because um, I'm really looking forward to the game and don't really care if you guys uh, I know we're going with this. Um, I still have no idea what this game is about. Ukulele, um, oh, the yes. platform game um, mm-hmm. that looks like a a really great sort of banjo kazooie style game, yeah. um, has got a cameo from Shovel Knight in it, which oh, really? is also a fantastic game. And it's it a good game, Knight, but it's that's a hard platform game. It's been a while. F- it's been around for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So a few things wrong here. Uh, Never played Shovel Knight. You, uh, if, if, if you've I've never, never played, played Banjo and Kazooie. Silence! Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Reel it in. And, whoa, I, have, and I even watched a video of this thing trying to work out what the hell's going on. And I still don't know. But Chewie recommended Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah, Chewie so, recommended it. Man. Yeah, the perfect opportunity. No, Chewie yeah, recommended it. Was it in your house? I'm sure it's in your house. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> really looking forward to that game. Um, if you haven't played Shovel Knight and you have. Any sort of console play Shovel Knight. I played Jack and Dexter. Barking play. It. Oh my god! Just, just. You played Jesus. Jack and Daxter in your car. Yeah. 
Oh god! Oh, just ser- old oh. Rory back. He's the American <laughs> of the North. That was what. That was the game that made me buy a PS2. This will be next week. We'll be like, really? in your place, Rory. In my place, Tom. And it'll be very apparent. There we go. That's what. That's what we need. Wow. Well, I hope I'm the hurt. ukulele doesn't lie to you. I'm hoping that if ukulele lies to me. <laughs> I will got this, uh... fuck up everything. <laughs> you can play multiplayer and it's got this procedurally generated billions of yeah. <laughs> what? That was so dramatic. That was, really that was shit perfect. Up. <laughs> that was so good. I, uh, that, Can we pause on that? Moment? That the, that's, that's the that's the, all up. that's the cleaner <laughs> just killing <laughs> something. Is, is this no, it's not. Now a son of a bitch. No, no. <laughs> no what what we do is we edit. No, I mean like what you can say because we edit this. Yeah, oh, I can edit this out. You want to go to the toilet? Oh, okay. I reckon we should leave it. Everybody, Rad is going to the toilet. Uh, so yeah, so that I'm really looking forward to that, uh, and I only put that news in because fuck all your guys. <laughs> what, what's, what's it coming out on? What's it coming out on? I think it's it's PlayStation like, Four, yeah, uh, PC, PC and uh, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. How much is it? I don't know how much it is, dude. It's oh. not out. It's about the same as, uh, as Jack and Dexter. And just one yeah. said, wait, is this, this is a this is a Kickstarter game? Yes, it was a Kickstarter game. Oh. But, but it did well, and it, it, was, it looks good. It's made by Hello Games. ex-rare people. Uh, I mean... That basically made <laughs> all of those <laughs> great rare games. Uh, I mean, there was a Kickstarter for a game that was made by... No, 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 no. Ex-Mega no. Man creator... Kenji Fune and uh, I remember it being a hot fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, I want to, I want to believe, but I've been failed so many times that you know. Don't please stop. <laughs> I think I think we're well, yeah, treading on my dreams. <laughs> I'm just sat in the corner, just rocking back and forth. Like, I think we're don't all, do that we're, all we're all wearing I'm these a, scars. Of I'm a good person, yeah. really. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Hello Games have fucked us all up, I think. I think no, we're, no, like, no, to no, me, no. look, to me, it's Kickstarter. Is if, like if they go back the and they make a Joe Danger 3 or 4, I'm quite happy to go and play that. <laughs> or if they come out and go, I've got this new game, fuck off. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, last bit of news that we're going to do this week. Um, Palmer Lucky, uh, the gentleman who. Um, is is he the founder oh, or is he the CEO? He fucked up, I don't. He? No, I don't even see why this is even a story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this I know you guys ridiculous. talking about. Hearing about this, he's getting yeah. caught in a cross. Look, people, people have polit- political views, and they can yeah. go off and they well, can do whatever they. Okay, you go ahead and explain the story then, Andy. Yes. Um, um, so, as far as I'm aware, um, this guy um, gave a load of money to. Not everyone knows who this guy is. Who is said Okay, the, the, um, this guy basically is... The guy that runs Oculus Rift. Yeah, he runs... Yeah, the Oculus Rift. Um, which obviously a lot of developers put a lot of time and money uh-huh. into, even though, let's face it, they should have done the HTC Vive, but that's a whole different thing. Um, so, anyway, he's gone off and he's... Um, 
it's, it's in the US, so obviously you've got the big political debates at the moment. Yeah. Do you, do you go with Donald Trump? Do you go with Hillary is it, is yeah, it yeah, Clinton? Good. As long as I know roughly what's going on in the US, even though so you're on there. the ball so um, And he's <laughs> gone and put something into like some money. I can't quite remember. I know it's shit something. He's basically <laughs> helped. He's like funds. shit posting. Yeah. He's funding Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's basically funded a group that are anti Hillary Clinton yeah. Yeah. that have been that are pro Trump and have been. Uh, basically, just releasing like a load of shit posts. Yeah, they're not being giving nice money to people it. to make hate memes. This is where war um, comes. And this, this is just <laughs> and so obviously he's giving money to these people, and so a load of developers have pulled out and gone screw you and screw and screw the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Does that, um, does that mean while, that... while he's in charge, they're not yeah. going to touch the Oculus Rift. He's just going to shelve it and go. Jesus we're done. Christ, and it's like fucking crybabies. Yeah, the amount of money they could make just by putting this onto the Oculus Rift and all the rest of it, it's just ridiculous. And to be fair, this is this own guy's personal thing. If he wants to go off and do this, so what? You're game developers, you know? No, yeah, man. Everyone, 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 everyone wants to be... So the best thing about this whole thing is, is like, you, know, you think Trump would benefit from this because of the thing, but who does benefit from this is HTC. What I want to ask because they're just the, like uh, Neil yeah. or Stan while putting the uh, riff yeah. on. That's why we I'm had on. to do nothing, and this guy just dug himself into a fucking. Yeah, I know. So he's like, it's one of these non-star know. stories that has been blown out. Of oh, the oh, oh is it going to be like like a three-day thing? It's just going to pass over. That's, no, because yeah. everyone, everyone's looking for a way to be up in arms on fucking social media these days. Like, look, I, I'm kind of bored with what you're saying. Like, I separate the people from the politics. Generally, yeah, and you know, but people kind of taking this kind of hard stance. You're having a guy who's outside of work, um, political leanings, whatever he wants to do, has got nothing to do with his work and company, in my opinion. And you're basically trying to punish him for something that has nothing to do with his work, and in effect, punishing a whole bunch of innocent people who also work alongside him yeah. in this project. Um, for your own political reasons, because the hypocrisy is, if it was the flip side, if he was funding hate memes against Donald Trump, everyone fucking loved this guy, he'd be kissing his ass. Um, so, you know, you're just kind of standing on the fence saying, what you're doing is wrong in my eyes. Yeah? Like, look, I don't want hate memes of anyone, and I find it, the whole thing to be kind of pointless. You know, go out, vote for who you think should be the next president. Um, I don't care either way. But I just feel like people just, love posturing they're just like oh this guy sounds something I can't stand for therefore I'm going to hate on everything this guy does they do like, people, people, people like Bond all that kind of stuff like, it's a very subjective thing I mean, but then they do yeah. they do kind of I was like oh, it's the wrong side that you should be doing this for like, quite know, a lot of the history exactly. man like, what the fuck quite a lot of the like the development stuff that are, are saying oh we're not going to do it we're not going to do it I'm like the big boys these aren't like EA and Ubisoft and all the rest of them mm. so <laughs> these are people who are just wanting to get their name out there as far as I can see just jump on a bandwagon and I'm just yeah. like oh <clears throat> seriously just just stop being dicks and just I get mean, on no, with it but, you know they have the freedom to do that but I just feel it's it really is kind of basically sick um, I've always kind of been that way I mean there's something similar like this has happened in the past and people are basically going to crucify someone for their political leanings or for them founding a certain thing that's like he's not breaking the law. It might have been the whole like Tiger Wood losing sponsors because he had an affair. It's like him having an affair is not making him any worse a golfer, even though ironically he did. Well, that's he the took thing. Loads of time out. Yeah, it was. It was a bit but, like um, 
yeah, I don't. You can. You gotta separate you can, like the personal life and professional. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like Reno when it was running for like uh, was it was a like mayor of New York City or something like that, yeah. and then he had the whole dick pic scandals or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was like, he was still like, oh, uh, Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Oh Jesus, that, that was did, hilarious. He did not have a good name for that. No, story. Yeah. Did, oh my god, we had a good name was, for that story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's that's the thing. It's like okay, with like Tiger Woods, that was him. Like people, but that only affected him. So affected the other person, like yeah. you said earlier, this isn't just affecting one person or one person's political grip, it's affecting a lot of people's jobs and a lot of people's lives. Yeah, so yeah. get off. Well, I'm gonna read off some of the statements that some of yeah. these guys that are dropping support now. Yeah, read, read off a couple and we'll just off okay. So, uh, Fez developer Polytron, uh, Fez, uh, the studio that I don't think Phil Fish is. I'd say Phil Fish is a ginormous douchebag, so he well, hopefully he shouldn't have any. Thank God for that. Uh, I, I, I think. Don't quote me. I think he left. I, I hope he. Hope he the world does. affairs. Um, they were creating a game that was called Super Hypercube. Hmm. Uh, they've said in a political climate as fragile and horrifying as this one, we Jeez. cannot tacitly endorse these actions by supporting Lucky or his platform. Um, in light of this, we will not be pursuing popular support for our upcoming VR release, Super Hypercube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrooter Games um, also tweeted that it's cancelling support for Oculus Rift. Um, its game, Computer Janitor VR, oh, wow. uh, good fucking time. Will not be appearing <laughs> on. Will not be appearing on Oculus uh, and unless was... Lucky steps down. I was uh, so looking forward to him doing that and having the Oculus response. I, I know. So it's just, that game. I can just. I can just. He's a janitor. That's what I need in my exactly life. Right. Tomorrow Today Labs said its up and coming title, uh, Newton VR, uh, would not be supporting the Oculus Touch, uh, which is the new controls yeah. pads that are coming out with it. Uh, whilst Lucky is employed uh, by the company, mm. um, Tomorrow Today Labs. Also said, Palm Lucky's behaviour is unacceptable. This is the opposite of promoting inclusion in our industry mm. and the absolute worst way to lead by example. Oculus SDK, SDK support for Newton VR, which is their game, mm. uh, has been shelved and any VR tools or games we release in the future will not support Oculus products as long as Palmer Lucky is employed at Facebook slash Oculus. Is, is this just like an um, Isaac Newton simulated VR? Is, is that what I'm just, I don't know. So my first point is my nobody knows what these games are, so that's my first point made. Yeah. <laughs> what is? Yeah. Who cares? This is, I mean, like, this is just all virtual signatures. It's like flies on the screen. Like junk games. It's not yeah. like we, you know, we'll be moving on to the PlayStation VR. No, moving on to fuck diddly shit like those games sound like suck but you know what at the same time look people have freedom to kind of spout their political leanings and if they want to say I'm against this guy because um, he doesn't support the candidate I support or whatever or he's funding work or hate group or whatever that's that's on them but these all sound like junk games um, <laughs> that's the bottom line that sounds hard. shit games they sound so, like shit games I'm not playing PC janitor I don't know, know what's going on you are the only one in the world that wants to play that I'm just that, that's it. But I mean, that's you the thing. I always the diagram right there. separate. Um, there's some <laughs> other tweets and other things oh, I'm going to share we'll with you bring guys. It, bring it. Round um, two. Okay, let's go. Round two. Uh, just some other reactions from other developers. Um, uh, the guys that are making Darknet, um, their guy has basically said that you know they've had a great experience working with Oculus over the years. 
uh, and rather than you know boycotting um, the guy who was basically making this, this guy called E. McNeil, uh, he said, "I don't think going to boycott the company based on the politics of its founder uh, is the right way to go." Instead, I gave one thousand dollars to Hillary's campaign in response to the news. Yeah, so, that's a much better way to go about it. Uh, imagine, imagine boycotting Disney because of the founder's belief. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, 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 see, this one, that's the hypocrisy. This is in perspective right there. That was it. But that's the thing, but that's the standard hypocrisy, though. Yeah. Uh, Logan Olson, the creator of Vive Exclusive Soundstage, is another developer throwing support behind Clinton. Uh, he's noting all of the profits from his game in the next 24 hours to her campaign. So like um, 500 quid in. Yeah, that's, really <laughs> much it. that's, that's two guys buying it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carbon Games have come out and basically said that, you know, saying the backlash is just nonsense. Um, oh, wow. Some defenders. Yeah. He said, I, I absolutely okay. support him doing whatever he wants politically if it's legal. Yeah. Uh, uh, he yeah. continued uh, to take another position is against American values. Mm. On the guy, in essence, that's that's what it comes to. Like, you know, he can, he can have his own beliefs, it doesn't distort what he wants to do with his um, company. For the record, I'm actually reading an article from uh, uh GameSpot. No, uh, don't one. say that name, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> I want to throw out because I've been using I've been quoting them, so they're I so good. I'd want to be like, you know, um, yeah, so one of the other things they've uh, apparently they reached out to Job Simulator developer Alchemy Labs. <laughs> reached <laughs> out. Yeah, we got the big boys oh, now. Oh, Steve. Uh, the big boys. And, they, and, and Alchemy Labs directed them to the following tweet. <laughs> On a scale of one to literal garbage, today is firmly garbage territory. <laughs> <laughs> humans, why? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, I, I can't <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. You guys all appear to be like... <laughs> On the human like, garbage level. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's... No, I mean, like I said, I always separate... Um, kind of people from the kind of politics and the whole bunch of stuff. I remember having a discussion with Alex, actually. Um, Alex will refuse to listen to anything from Beck because Beck is a Scientologist. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I, I don't care. If, there, if there's Beck song I like, I'll listen to Beck song. I mean, it's music song really as well. Care. I just want to throw that out there. Hey, man, there's at least two tracks from Beck. Yeah, like yeah, to, to the previous comment. But, um, yeah, like I said, there's a whole, social media is creating a whole lot of, like, this kind of veggie kind of posturing and there is there is this whole virtue signaling even and yeah. this this I don't know some people are so eager to to to, to cry outrage yeah of course but um, it's how they validate themselves I mean look these literal nobody companies making literally nobody games <laughs> now get to stand on the high horse the highest moral horse and be like this guy is scumbag and we're not going to have any of him. We're going to withdraw our support as if, like, Doclus is going to crumble because it doesn't have Janet Assimilator yeah. on it. But, right. but it almost sounds like a marketing decision because they're doing it because they know they're going to get, you know, press. some sort of press, uh, it, press it, coverage. It's not just press. It's you, you put yourself in this high moral light where you get to be, I was the company that stood up against bigotry. And, yeah. like, and you go, okay, cool. The problem is, though, <laughs> is the very pain people who will give you all these thumbs up and likes and retweet will never buy your game, ever. They'll be like, exactly. your game's trash. And I'm not going to buy it. But I like the fact that you are on the same t- uh, side. Yeah, they, they like you. We're on the same team, yay, yeah. but I'm not going to buy your game, though. That's it. They like you because they like share views with you, but that's it. They never, don't even know who the fuck you are. So, um, so we're going to end on that garbage piece of news <laughs> and move on to the next segment, um, Please, which oh. is, uh, let's get personal. Um, 
So I was thinking about um, gaming, and we throw around a phrase a lot in in the gaming industry, which is uh, gaming golden age. And I wanted to know if you guys what you think the gaming golden age is. If we've had a gaming golden age, will there ever be another one? If not, if, you know, what, he is set. For what's this. for yours? I mean, I'm going to come to you last, Nick, because. Uh, you, you're, no, yeah, no, we no. can go home by the time he's finished. Yeah, yeah please. No, 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 no,
incredibly strong consoles during that time mm. period. Um, you've got basically what ended up being the end of the Nintendo Sega War, uh, which growing up as a child was a huge, huge mm-hmm. thing in, in the playground for me. You know, growing up, you had Sega or Nintendo, and that was it. Um, you've also got Sony entering the ring with a console that was fresh ideas-wise. Um, you've got Nintendo pushing boundaries and making some of the best games for for Nintendo 64. You know, you've got basically the, the, the birth of the 3D platformer and birth of 3D worlds on consoles, which I think is great. Um, so I think, yeah, from a technology standpoint as well, that's great. But you've also got this, you know, this social element almost of, you know, Sega desperately trying to keep up uh, and then ultimately losing the console war. You've got a new comer to, to the fight, you know, a new challenger enters the ring uh, in Sony, you know, and you've got Nintendo kind of really at the strong point. Didn't release as many games for the N64 as they did for the SNES, but I think the quality of the games that were released for the N64 is, just, oh my God, just is, is just unbelievable. Um, so for me, that would be my golden age of gaming. You had so much going on um, and such strong consoles. You know, you've got you've got Sega releasing what they released uh, the, the Saturn um, and the Dreamcast in that in that time period as well. So they've got two two consoles there that they did. You know, you've got Nintendo pushing boundaries with uh, its portable systems as well. Um, yeah, so that that for me would be mine. Uh, Actually, can I can I, mm, sure. can I just come back and change mine? Oh, okay. To, to actually about the same time period as well, because then I realized that was about the time that I used to bunk classes to, to go to like gaming cafes to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's from a PC gaming point of view, because okay. that was a time when like, Half-Life came out. Right. And uh, Counter-Strike, we used to play a lot. And also Diablo 2, Heroes of Might and Magic, and Red Alert 2. Red Alert 2 was a fantastic game. That was game. such an amazing game. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. Um, I was fine. But... Uh, from a PC standpoint, uh, the the only game that's made me like bunk work or anything yeah. like that was uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. Right. And me and my <laughs> mate, we both worked at, at the local Morrison's, and we both worked there, and we both phoned in sick every day that week. And he never left my couch because oh, really? my mum and dad were away for like the week, and we just sat at home and we just played that game. Oh, to oh, that's awesome. And so, <laughs> yeah, um, the only game that's made me bunk school is Legends of Zelda: Ocarina of Time on the N sixty four. Worth it. Yeah, Worth that, definitely. <laughs> if you're going to bunk school for a game, <laughs> yeah. that's probably probably the one you should do it for. Uh, Nick, go on then. Yeah. What's uh, what would you say? Um, you know, I mean, the thing is, everyone's kind of hovering around the same kind of time period. Right. Um, I would dial it back a little bit. I mean, I get your point um, about the kind of like the end of the Nintendo Sega War going into kind of like the the dawn of Sony. Um, but I want to dial it back to just literally the beginning of um, the Super Nintendo Mega Drive and talking about the Nintendo Sega War. Because okay, well that's, me, that's 1990 to 95, right. basically. Yeah. yeah, so early 90s to like mid-90s. Um, the reason why I think that's Golden Age Gaming is because as that kind of war came along and as Sony entered the kind of ring, what we lost is, I love the kind of, the kind of intimate rivalry between just two companies who have been in the game for a long ass time and are just 
while they kind of poke fun at each other, it's very kind of friendly competition. There's no kind of stealing this developer or doing this to any other or doing any kind of tricks. It was just a case of making some games. of Sega's marketing yeah, was yeah. no, no doubt. Sega had some very kind of like yeah, very kind of sharp marketing. But at the end of the day, the real kind of volume is who had what games, and Sega having the kind of weaker um, machine at the time had to kind of really push the boat out in terms of like marketing, just get people on their side. But Wait, generally, it didn't have the, the the weaker machine. It had blast processing. No, it didn't have uh, what was it mode, mode seven was it or mode nine? Uh, the crowd blast. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I I love the Super Nintendo Mega, Mega Drive um, Nintendo Sega War period, just because in terms of quality of games, even from third party developers, there was just stacks of amazing games at a time when. Even though development must be really hard, technology is limited, it was cheap enough that there was a lot of heart into it. Like, you hear about, you know, people developing Super NES games mm. um, in Japan where they're just like, it's, you know, just a bunch of guys, about maybe like 20 guys, um, they just put in all nighters, you know, haven't seen a family in ages, but they just kind of like coffees, all nighters, smokes, just <laughs> chilling thing. But I like the idea that you have this kind of small team. You work hard, make this game, which just starts with a bunch of pixels and turns into like an epic adventure sure. or a crazy fighting game or whatever. That's lost now when you play games where the credits are longer than most big action Hollywood movies. Um, so I like that. It was just it was a friend. It was yeah, short of some very kind of sharp marketing. It was quite a friendly rivalry, um, and it was more about first party games. You know, Nintendo releases this, Sega releases this. Mm-hmm. Nintendo releases that, Sega releases something to counter. So that was great. That's lost now because no one really wants to kind of put their neck out for anything first party unless it's like a super big AAA like your Uncharted or Halo or something like that. Um, devs are constantly kind of swapping and changing their staff so they kind of lose the intimacy of their, intimacy of their teams. Um, the bloat when, you know, the credits for like, but God of War 3 on PlayStation was 20 minutes long. Yeah. You know, crazy. You know, and, and and that's a good ass game, but like, I, I miss the kind of smaller, more kind of in the teams making games that they actually care about rather than having to feign care because, you know, that's what yeah. shareholders want to see. Well, I mean, maybe you should check out some more Kickstarter games. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Like, back in the day, you would have like a team of like, 10 people or whatever doing the game like nowadays I had a friend that worked on uh, one of the Assassin's Creed like one of the more recent Assassin's Creed games and, and he was responsible solely for doing the snow effects on every level right. and I'm like this is your job he's like yep yeah, I just do the snow that's it I'm like really okay so, so you're like number 123 and whatever and then the credits it's just, just those back wow. then like people used to do like five people used to just do the whole game yeah. so yeah it's, it's exactly like that um, but I mean the reason why I like that kind of age I think I'll elaborate a bit more is like I said even though it was, it was hard in terms of cost you had a bit more kind of flexibility to kind of stick your neck out so yeah. we saw a lot of variety of like genre um, in the kind of Super Nintendo Mega Drive days nowadays why would Side Scroller beat much remember those games great now nah, they're dead um, there's nothing even that kind of Stop succeeded those really. the world Great game, great game, great game. Um, that's the that's the last mm. great side scroller that yeah. I played. Like um, even a non even a non here likes it. Um, Dragon's Crown, I thought was a great. 
kind of pull back to kind of your golden axe side scrolling kind of thing, but with modern but also modern touches. Like my brother and I played the hell out of that game just because it was great cat's car and there was all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean I missed that. There's a lot of it felt like a lot more freedom for a lot of out there kind of ideas on like mainstream console from actual developers. Mm. Now mainstream games from like known developers they have to play it really safe. Like they may try something a bit abstract, but they have to kind of drag the name of some other successful game into it, like Resident Evil Seven, um, or they're just churning out the same old kind of formula games. Like yeah. they can't afford to take a chance on a really weird or abstract idea because the expectation of quality has gone way up. Like when you had a Super NES game. You know, the difference between a Super NES game that didn't have good graphics and a Super NES game that did have good graphics wasn't a huge leap. Sure, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Now, the difference between a game that has shit graphics and a game that has amazing graphics is hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, not and, every... And people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and people, yeah. You, you know, you can't have a game that was made by a small team look anywhere near as good as Uncharted. Yeah. But those teams end up just getting kind of thrown to the wayside because people expect Uncharted to be the game. That's what they're going to pull out 40 quid for. But, you know. But that's when it gets like quite saturated these days anyway. Because like back in the day, in like the early 90s and stuff, it just felt like it was almost like the, uh, the sort of DC versus Marvel thing like back in the 60s. Yeah. You know, like they'll come up with a really cool superhero or whatever, Fantastic Four, then like Marvel copy them or like the other thing. It was just like they'll do something and then the other one guy will do it. And there were so many games that were like quite like each other then the other company will pull out and they were really fun but it was also like a, like a one-up and shit nowadays yeah, yeah. it's a really like you have to play it safe you have mm. to stick to like you know what works and whatever yeah. which is just it kind of it kind of bereft you of, of any new excitement of, of games or that kind of thing which is like, I agree with you it's just it's just a little bit it gets a bit stale after yeah. a while a little bit bland yeah, yeah. but I mean I don't, okay. I don't I don't blame them but yeah it's, that, that's what I kind of miss where you, you literally can go from one genre to next and have amazing experiences and people can try different things and actually reach a point where they make something actually amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If any of our one listeners would like to <laughs> tell us about their had, gaming golden age. We had um, 12 last time I checked. They can email us at nerdwordcast at gmail.com. We have an email address oh, now. Email. Uh, you can leave comments as well. Uh, we, will be, yeah. <laughs> we will be setting up um, a actual Facebook or Nerdwood. I, well. I feel we then we need to get a Nerdwood cast photo. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Of all the people that are. Yeah. Um, so, it's just, it's just individual ones. So, yeah, let us know what you think the gaming, the, the true gaming golden age is. If we have had one, if we haven't had one, uh, if uh, you uh, just would like someone to talk to. <laughs> um, no please don't <laughs> um, so uh, next uh, section um, show us what you got so I'm going to go around the other way and see what somebody's got that they can recommend for someone to check out that's nerdy or geeky that uh, doesn't have to be recent Nick you are shaking your head because every every time I just not uh, recommends kind of guy and anything of Anything I'm thinking of now, I just feel like whole whole shilling. Um, having <laughs> spent uh, two weeks in Japan, um, you recommend Tokyo. You must have yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to Japan. This um, week, go experience Tokyo. Oh god, I wish I had more time. I had so much random shit about Tokyo to talk about. Anyway, um, 
I'd recommend it's actually an app um, for people that are trying to learn the language or just have a mild interest in the language. This app I used a whole lot while I was in Tokyo because my Japanese sucks. Your Japanese doesn't suck. Your Japanese sucks so bad. Um, it's a app on Android. I'm not sure if it's on iPhone because I don't have an iPhone to check. But it's a app called Imi, uh, which actually means spell. meaning. Um, I M I. Okay. Uh, and that was like yeah, not I M I, but yeah, Imi. Um, it's a free app, um, and it's just a dictionary app. Um, but it's a great dictionary that has tons of example um, sentences. It has a very good uh, kanji lookup thing, so you can look kanji by pieces. So, like the way kanjis are constructed, is you have components of each kanji, which in themselves have their own separate meanings, which are radicals, and then you just have general kind of generic shapes that form all the kanjis. And when you're like trying to work out like what the heck am I ordering? You can kind of like <laughs> find the kanji for it quite quickly and um, decide and go, oh, okay, that's not as horrible as I thought it would be. So, yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Um, cool beans. Uh, Andy, are you, uh, are you recommending the Llama thing um, you were talking about earlier? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm recommending the any of the younger viewers maybe should go to their dad and say, what did you play when you were younger? Because there's some, there really is some awesome games. If you get beyond like watching looking at the graphics because unfortunately people these days have, you know they've had it all so mm-hmm. they've got the photorealistic graphics and all the rest of it go back play the older games yes it's a little blocky and all the rest of it but seriously go back and see where it all started what well, was the game so the first one is Revenge of the Mutant Llama okay uh, which is actually the second one in the season because there's a Revenge of the Llama and then there's a Revenge of the Mutant Llama I came in too late a year late <laughs> and got Revenge of the Mutant Llama okay um, which is actually all kind of psychedelic. So where well. can somebody play that at the moment? Because obviously they're not going to be able to buy like an old system. No, you're not going to be able to buy the old system, but very, very nicely with the age of time, it's now actually out of copyright as well. So right, okay. if you oh, can, right. um, there's quite a few, there's a few, quite a few little websites out there that still do the older type games. Okay. Um, they might charge like ninety nine p, one pound ninety nine to get the old games, but you pay more than that for an app these days. So mm-hmm. okay. go back. Do a little searching on Google, get some of the older games. So Revenge of the Mutant Llama. Mm-hmm. If you're in, if you're a Trekkie like I am, get get like things like Judgment Rights. Um, really good game, really good storyline. Yes, it's blocky and all the rest of it. Yeah, but it's about the storyline on that ones. So go back, go ret- and go really retro. Back in the eight, early eighties, well late eighties, early nineties. Go go back, have a look. Okay. Okay. Cool. Rad. Well, going back to the other one, I'm joking. I'm I don't want to bury this place. Uh, I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll like t- you I'll... did your girlfriend's family on the Isle of Wight. No, I've been I've been reading um, a series of books recently, and um, I I'm quite into sort of ancient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like sort of the. Yeah. Ancient times, archaeology, Egyptology, that kind of stuff, and and also quite into aliens, uh, and with you know, are you about aliens? to recommend ancient aliens? No, oh, or are you uh, just I'm, recommend I'm, about to, I'm about to recommend <laughs> the thing that started ancient aliens. God, chariots of the gods. Okay, Eric von Daniken. Okay, 
Um, and he has a, a series of books. It's you can't he can't take himself so seriously because I, I really hope he doesn't take himself so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. But uh, but it's a fun read if you want a different perspective on something that's already been done to death. And um, he he does he does pull in from a lot of actual sort of ancient texts, which you can rely a bit more than what he says because he's eccentric to say the least. But uh, but it's a fun read, and I've. I'm on the third book right now, and it's it's quite fun. I mean, okay. I'd recommend it for someone who wants a different take on something that's been done before. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, as for myself, um, board games are Ooh. becoming kind of having a renaissance. I feel like more people are getting into them. There's actually, you know, in my hometown Nottingham, there's, there's a few cafes open where you can, you know, literally rent board games to play in there and they have like entire walls that are floor to ceiling just chock of I found, board the, games. I found a place like that in uh, Glasgow mm. uh, on New Year's Street yeah, yeah. and there's a little there's a little like cafe you go down some steps you go in mm. and if you buy a manga or you play a board game you get free cups of coffee which is great yeah. it keeps you away but yeah it, these, these, they're everywhere these, now these, these places in Nottingham are not mm. small I mean these are genuinely large cafes but, like I said, I'm, I'm not actually recommending those, although, you know, if you've got one close to you, then by all means check it out um, and support them because they're usually independent. Um, but I, I played a game recently um, with uh, some friends of mine and then also bought it, basically, the next day um, and uh, played it with my wife. Uh, it's a game called The London Game. Um, mm. And it's actually really, really fun. And it's, it's based around the London Tube Pack. <laughs> basically you have you have your marker your counter for where you move to yeah. um, and you have um, a you get five cards at the beginning of the game each, each player gets these five cards and they're random and they're landmarks and you have to visit these landmarks um, by landing on the tube stop and, it, and it's just a really really fun game where you can fuck each other over because you can close stations. You have three markers uh, that close stations that you go through. It's really, really fun just because like, you can just fuck people's routes up because every time you change line, which you'll have to do to visit all of the things mm. you have, you have to basically take what would be the equivalent of a Monopoly chance card. Mm. It could be bad for you, could be good for you, mm. could be really bad for everyone else. Yeah. Could you know? There's one where... You can basically be like it's. It's basically like uh, you decide that you want to pay for your friend to have all expenses paid travel to whatever stop you want, uh, and you uh, basically can send them to the like entirely to the other end of the board where you know there are no landmarks, uh, and then they've got to start heading there on their way back into London. Basically, um, it's just a really really fun game, um, and, the, and and games like that are fun where like there's an element of chance and look to it. Um, Particularly where it involves dicking people over, <laughs> um, and that's that's just fun. Um, yeah, it sounds like a really simple premise, but it is. It's really really, really simple. Well. Yeah, yeah, really really simple. Um, I'll bring it in like in in next week maybe, and we can all sit down and have a game of it. And, um, it's just a really fun game, and each game only takes like twenty minutes to play. Okay, you know, so cool. you can play like best of three of it as well. It's just really really good. It's, it's going to be an exciting uh, podcast. 
podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean let's Listen play to it on the podcast. Shout abuse at each uh, other. <laughs> this could be the best podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's it, uh, and that's basically it for the nerd word this week. Uh, so uh, Nick, say goodbye. Goodbye. Andy, say goodbye. Good night. Oh, good night. Rad, say goodbye. Adios, peeps. Oh god. <laughs> uh, and that's goodbye for me. And as there's no you say here. What the fuck? Oh, now we've got some yeah. bombs out there. That's fine. Some good bass. That's well, it's better than just the just on my recording. Someone outside <laughs> doing fucking loads of bass. Uh, just. Everyone fucking my shit up with their cars. Right, let's just try. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs>